intro away then. Hello, and welcome to episode 53 of Punk Goes Pod, the internet's only podcast that dwells, that'll do, that dwells into Fearless Records' Punk Goes Ellipses series. I'm sitting here with my co-host who is staring at the computer with a confused look. What's going on? I'm just making sure, hang on. Yeah, it should be alright. The levels should be fine. Yep. Fuck it, I think we just go with this one. Why not? Um, can we just try play it back and make sure that it's recording? Yes. Yes. Yep, they're good. Good news. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I ate too much meagering today. So <laughs> It's <laughs> like you didn't eat you didn't eat three packets worth, which is the deadly the yeah. deadly amount. It's that thing of like one is too little, three is too much. Yeah. And two can be on either end of those. Like, it can be either be too little or too much. Yeah, I don't know. I cracked a biscuit into it in the last, you know, couple of bites, and it wasn't terribly good, so... Biscuit? Like a cracker? Yeah, like the one of those rosemary <laughs> biscuits that we have. Oh, man. Rosemary biscuit. Mm. Um, how are you? Even though we see each other all the time now. Every single second of every single day. Yeah, not bad. What are you looking at? I'm looking at... There's someone outside with, like, a torch or something. Can you see it? That is a light outside the apartment building? Is that what you're looking at? It's like a... It looks sort of like... From here, it looks like a cigarette that's burning, but it's not. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Not terribly interesting, but... Should I wave my phone at them? No, you shouldn't. (laughs) Okay. This is just a super interesting... Oh, for such a super interesting song as well. So this week's song is Heaven by Warrant, as covered by Newfound Glory for Mm. Punk Goes Metal. Metal? Metal. Oh yeah, it is too. Yep. Um, First things first, happy birthday, Richard! Happy 30th. As we record this, Richard is celebrating his third decade around the sun. Um, yes, we are very sad that we couldn't celebrate with him in person, but we did manage to get him a personalised happy birthday message from Smash Mouth. Which could also be better than what we had have attempted to get him, which was we attempted to get Rebecca Black to cameo. What? Should I not say it? No, it's alright, go for it. Oh, you just went like this? Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We attempted to get Rebecca Black to sing All Star for him yes. on Cameo. I'm going to be really sad if that doesn't happen. I get, I have this horrible feeling she's not going to do it. It's it's Monday and she has until Wednesday to do it. Yeah. And I guess we'll wait and see. But I'll be in, I, I'm even more of a fan of Smash Mouth, so. That's true. I am very stoked that Smash Mouth reached out across time and space to wish Richard a happy 30th, as they should. He deserves it. He does. Yeah. I think it's one of those moments like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Mm. And also, Smash Mouth is now aware of Punk Goes Pod, so. Yes. I don't think they'll do much with that information, <laughs> but I like that. I'm sure they went, hmm, and then moved on with their day. It's just, yeah, to me, it's like the internet equivalent of like every interaction I've ever had with a musician I admire. It's just like, we briefly existed in the same moment, and now we don't, <laughs> and that's the end. <laughs> yeah. 
I I had a, a I don't know if it makes me happy or not, but it's um I'm rated as one of the top fans on the Black Dahlia Murder Facebook page. Hey. <laughs> I got that for Shannon Noel once, and that was a big week. Um, I don't know what that says about me or about Shannon Noel or about Facebook, but I'll take all three, I guess. Oh, there's so much that's just hilarious about Shannon Noel. Nolsey. Uh, he's doing his best. Yeah. <laughs> Before we get stuck into the song, I want to tell you about the best thing I saw over the weekend. Cool. I'm listening. I deliberately didn't tell you because I want you to hear it for the first time, even though it's not that great. Um, so we are currently in stage four lockdown here in Melbourne, Australia, which means that only one person can go and get groceries once a day. Um, you can only exercise for an hour a day, wear a mask, blah, blah, blah. Exercise outside. For oh yeah. yeah, you can exercise inside as long as you like. So just have at it. Like if I if I'm on my which isn't going to happen anytime soon, but if I'm on my exercise bike and I reach one hour and one minute, Daniel Andrews isn't going to kick down my door and, uh, and arrest me. I don't know. I'd I'd kind of like to see that though. Depends if he's wearing his suit or his North Face <laughs> jacket, then I might be I might be you know off the hook. I'd, if he came in, I'd just give him a cuddle and say I'm sorry that. We fucked this all up so bad. And I would tell him he's doing his best. Mm. But anyway, sorry. Um, so yeah, I took care of shopping this weekend because I am a hero. You're welcome, Sam. Um. <laughs> I'm holding back the urge to sing David Bowie's Heroes. Ah, see, I was holding back the urge to sing You're Welcome from Moana. We should sing both of our songs at once and see how that turns out. Mm, no. Okay. Um... So yeah, I went and got groceries. I was like, you know what? It's been a tough year. <laughs> tough <laughs> 29 years. I deserve some wine. So I like had my trolley of groceries, went into the bottle shop next door and was looking at whites. Um, and then <laughs> these two dudes came in. And I think they must have been like maybe uni student or like mid-20s sort of age. Yeah. And they had a shopping trolley, and all they had in their shopping trolley was one packet of footy francs, like hot dogs. <laughs> but, like, not even, like, a 12-pack. Like, I'm pretty sure it was just, like, a six-pack of hot dogs. So three each. Yeah. So, like, it was one of the smaller shopping trolleys, but they had that. And then when they left, they had, like, the hot dogs, as well as a case of beer, and then another six-pack of a different beer. And I was just like, this is one, like... Well done. I I mean, I'd love to think that they would then go to the Baker's Delight next door and get some hot dog buns. I don't know. I truly don't. Were they skinless or skinned? Skinned. Ugh, you can go to hell with that. Yeah, but I just... I like to picture that they live in, like, some really crap share house somewhere. And that was their Sunday, Sunday taken care Sunday. of. Yeah. yeah, Sunday. Which makes it even better for some reason. I feel like that's the kind of thing, like... You'd do that for a Saturday session, so you have Sunday to recover from only ingesting beer and hot dogs. Yeah, but if, as you said, they were uni students, they very well might not be working tomorrow, today. Yeah. The next day. But, I don't yeah. know. It just feels like Monday, whether you're working or not, you need to have your shit together a bit. But, I don't know. Yeah, you should be starting the week off, not, you know, having the uh, beer and hot dog hangover. Then again, that's, yeah. They still have time to embrace their youth before their stomachs 
turn oh. to garbage. Oh. I miss having an iron stomach. I, I used miss, to be able to eat anything. I miss my metabolism. Oh, I never had one. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I need to desperately do something or else I'm going to, this is just going to... I'll still love you. I'll thank you. Anyway, that was my story. That was pretty funny though. Like, yeah. I'm just imagining, yeah, just a... It's like literally they probably were like, let's get the uh, hot dogs first because we need the trolley anyway. Yeah. To get the beer. It just... Actually, they shouldn't have been shopping together, I just realised. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I've just changed my mind on them. Fuck those two people. Yeah. I hope their hot dogs were terrible. Well, they were skinned hot dogs, so they would have been. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Warrant? I guess. Something that Daniel Andrews would need if he was going to kick down your door for exercising too much? <laughs> for exercising for 61 minutes. <laughs> I I would warrant myself for that. Like, fuck, I'd be impressed. I used to do that at the gym, and now I don't. I barely remember what a gym is. Hmm, a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, Warrant. So, these boys formed in 1984 from Hollywood, California. That's not Hollywood, Florida. Is there a Hollywood in Florida? There's also a Hollywood. There's also a Melbourne in Florida. I knew that, but yeah. I don't feel like Hollywood is more unique than Melbourne. It was always funny because there's a, there's a wrestler called Dolph Ziggler, and he mm-hmm. lives or he resides in Hollywood, Florida, and it's, and it's always kind of... Because <laughs> they always do like the thing like, from wherever and and it was like from hollywood florida (laughs) (laughs) good on him so yeah look if warrant sounds really familiar to you if you don't know who they are they were a hair metal or they are they're still around but they're a glam hair metal band their bigger hit was the 1999 1990 release cherry pie i think we should chuck in a snippet here just so that yeah just to give the people something they actually want this week She's my I feel like if you don't play Cherry Pie when you speak about Warrant, then you're just wasting Warrant, really. Yeah. Yeah. So, following their 1995 release, Ultraphobic, Mm -hmm. Warrant changed their sound from glam metal to grunge. 
Their yeah. fan base did not take to this change in sound. Do you think he did that because of Nirvana? Like, oh, absolutely, hundred percent. But like, what makes it funny to me is like they were three years too late. Like they were yeah, in 90... the grunge movement, but they were too late. Ninety five is just <laughs> is, he was already dead by that point, wasn't he? Uh, I think he was. Um, like like ninety four, ninety. It was either ninety four or ninety six. Yeah, I think it was ninety four actually. But it's just um yeah, just does that the whole ninety four. Um, because it was one of those things, like, you can look at grunge basically being the death of metal in the early 90s. It was basically mm-hmm. Pantera was the band that was keeping it alive, because Metallica had already, I guess you could say, they'd sold out, but no, they, they'd gone in a different direction that was not really metal anymore. You know, bands like Megadeth, Megadeth was already shit by 1990, Slayer was getting pretty bad, so, you know, grunge was basically killing this, this music style and it's like well do we keep doing cock rock or do we just try and do something that sounds like this yeah yeah uh former lead vocalist Janie lane died in 2011 due to acute alcohol poisoning mm-hmm. um and that's what i've got about warrant <laughs> so about the song heaven was the second single from the 1989 album Dirty, Rotten, Filthy, Stinking Rich. I feel like that should be a stinking rich. Uh, yeah, maybe. Dirty, Rotten, Filthy, Stinking Rich. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. Uh, Heaven is Warrant's most commercially successful single, spending two weeks at number two on the Hot 100 charts, being beaten out by Millie Vanilli's Girl, I'm Gonna Miss You. So... It sounds like, um, bloody, what's it called? What year was this out? 1989. Yeah. I was going to say it sounds like 1989 was a bad year for music, but maybe not. I don't know. I mean, it was the year of my birth. It was the year of your birth. It was the year of Taylor Swift's birth. It was the year of my sister's birth. No. Yeah, we're the same age. Yes. Anyway, I don't know. I always assume my sister was born in 1990, and that's not the case. Actually, before I forget, happy birthday, Kate, for Wednesday, the 12th of August, 1989. I thought it was, I thought it was today. No. When you were that. No, God, I'd be, yeah, bad sister award if that were the case. Anyway. Um, yeah, it's just, it's so, that's about it for, like, the facts about the song and the band. Yeah. Um, it kind of is one of those songs that just comes and goes. I'm so done with this album just being ballad heavy. This is the metal yeah. album, and it's another fucking ballad that we're doing. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I don't need to say again that to me this doesn't align. Like this to me is just more like power metal, rocky. So I don't know. This isn't power metal. I get what you mean by power rock, though. Power ballad? I don't know. Yeah, well, it's not even power... I don't know. It's definitely well, a ballad. It's just, like, stadium rock. Like stadium yeah. rock. Like, I yes. picture people, like, stoned out of their minds in the 80s, like, lighters. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, you know... Like, put it on maybe the classic rock album or something. It's just... This is just... This is our, what, third or fourth ballad from this album? Mm. And some of it's alright, like, they get some of it right, they do put in some earlier Metallica, they put in some Slayer, they put in Megadeth, they put in Judas Priest, but it's just, oh, another fucking stadium rock song, and it's not even, 
if if they had said if they if I'd looked this up and and it was Cherry Pie, I'd go, okay, fine. You know, Cherry Pie is a fun song. It is. Um, the film clip's ridiculous. The only part I remember is a slice of cherry pie falling into a, into the woman's lap. I thought you were going to say a much worse appendage, so I'm glad that's where it was. Well, I mean, it, it's on ah. it's on her lap. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, that's all I remember from that film clip. But it's a fun song, and Newfound Glory could fucking do Cherry Pie. Yeah. 100% Newfound Glory could have done Cherry Pie. Why did you not just get that fucking song? I feel like you're inordinately angry about this. <laughs> I kind of am, though. And, I, and you, uh, when you start talking about you know, your thoughts. I want to see what the next metal song is. And if it's another ballad, well, I guess we're just going to re- record it because what are we going to do? Well, I was going to say, if it's another one, then I'll just record it myself and make it like 10 minutes and that's it. That would be funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can each have like a... What's the word? Like a, a, an episode that we can just... Like a free pass to just bail on an episode? No, like, out of no, it. thanks. But I feel like it's kind of funny that I'm angry about it. It is. Just as long as this isn't going to ruin your night. <laughs> because that would make me angry by extension. And then Boss would get angry and it would just be... And we only have an hour to cool off and go for an angry walk. Hmm. Yep. Uh, the next song is I Don't Know by Ozzy Osbourne. Never heard it. Which I think, again, is kind of a ballady Ozzy Osbourne song. Maybe we should just, like, lump all of the ballad ones into an episode and just get them out. Uh, Like, just do, like, a four-hour episode and just get them done. Yeah. That's, uh... But, uh, yeah. Look, let's let's not focus too much on that. No. I just... I... Over the next couple of, you know... Before probably our next actual episode, I'm going to write out a list of what I think a, a, a Punk Goes Metal 2 would be... Would sound like. Should sound like. Now, is that within the context of the metal... I guess the corner of the metal genre that they were channeling in the first release? Or the metal that you listened to? Well, no, because I wouldn't even... It would be more popular. It would be like... It's that thing of you need to look at it and go, Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. Like, I wouldn't... I, I love the idea of Newfound Glory covering Hammer Smash Face by Cannibal Corpse. Sure. But... I wouldn't have any death metal on there. I'd have maybe like some Dark Throne because they they do have that punk influence. Yep. They do, and they they heavily lean into punk in their later in their later installments. It's crust punk that they okay. go for. Sure. Um, but I just I yeah could definitely come up with some stuff that would be fitting. Um, I just yeah, it's just another one of these crap songs. It's like. You, if you put, if you put all of those songs together, like all the ballady songs, I would just go. That's not, no, that's not my idea of metal, mm. and it doesn't give me that like mm, feeling. And it's yeah, yeah. I, I hate to be the guy that's like that's not metal, and I don't want to be that guy. But but here we are. <laughs> here we are, and I'm ranting. So maybe maybe you should talk for a little bit <laughs> to I... let me cool off. Sure, <laughs> go run a lap. Um... Do some star jumps. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate stress relief. Um, yeah, I... Like, to me, it just sort of sounds like every middle-of-the-road power ballad thing, like, song, that would, like, close out, like, an 80s movie, like a Bill yeah. and Ted or something like that. Like, something where they couldn't quite get the licensing rights for something better. Yeah. But they chucked this in instead. Yeah. 
like it's fine, but also like it's just boring. And then like some of the lyrics are creepy. Yeah, is this about his daughter or is this about his perhaps underage girlfriend? I mean, I've looked up the lyrics and it's because it does it does come across as maybe like where's the bit? Oh, no, of course I closed that fucking page. Calm down, it's okay. <laughs> Wait, let me see. Hang on. Uh, when I come home late at night and you're in bed asleep, I wrap my arms around you so I can feel you breathe. I don't need to be a Superman as long as you will always be my biggest fan. Mm. Um, and then there's the with, second verse, I think. So that was the second verse. Well, then the first verse, where they yeah. say, I don't need to be the king of the world as long as I'm the hero of this little girl. Yeah, which again... It could be about his daughter, like that really creepy Aerosmith song about Liv yeah, Tyler. Yeah, don't want to miss a thing. Don't want to miss a thing, which I still want to just sing at karaoke with no with no tone changes and just look you dead in the eyes while I sing it. If you do that, I will end everything that we've ever built. You've heard it first, uh, dear listener. If this podcast ends, it's because I have Made sung... Bad. And man, yeah, made a poor choice. Made a bad karaoke decision. <laughs> Basically. Says the girl who uh, who tuned down Rapper's Delight and slowed <laughs> that down to a 15-minute version of the song. It is wonderful. Um, I miss having the power to do that. <laughs> but, yeah, because it's... As I said, like, it could be about his daughter... There is also the line, no matter what your friends might say. Yeah. Like, what are the friends saying? Why are, th- why are they involved in this? Like, unless it's like the friends being like, your dad is a huge nerd. Yeah, which is <laughs> fine. Because dads are nerds, but... Well, that's the whole... Like, it's part and parcel of being a dad. But And the film clip doesn't allude to any of this, because... What is it? It's just a live performance. It's a lot like that Tesla song that we did. It's a lot like that Tesla song. It's a lot like um, the Little Fighter. Oh, yeah. I can't remember who did that song. It doesn't Um, matter. It's a lot like the Skid Row song. I love um, on Wikipedia, I just jumped on to see if there was anything to do with the backstory of it. (laughs) And the background is like maybe like it'll take me maybe a minute to read go for it heaven took warren's record company by surprise indeed once the widespread appeal of the song became apparent the band were instructed to re-record the track to lend it a quote bigger radio sound end quote the first 250,000 copies of the record featured the original version while later pressings featured a new version the song had previously been recorded by janie lane and stephen sweet's old band plain jane the end so like what was that original version like? That's what I want to know. I mean... Was it a bit more of a, like, a glamier song? See, to me, bigger radio sound suggests that they made it sound more like stadium rock. Yeah. So then it probably sounded even more boring. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Essentially. Oh, God. This song. Um, oh, yeah, just... It baffles me. It seriously baffles me. It was a different time. I'm not even mad about the song. I'm I'm sort of mad about the choice of the song <laughs> on this album. Like, I don't know. 
if we ever interview anyone from Fearless Records... Jim Fearless. Jim Fearless. If we ever interview Jim Fearless, I just want to be like, what were you thinking? That was your first release as well. Come on. Yeah. Come on. What were you thinking with this? Let's talk about Newfound Glory. (laughs) All right. Okay, so if you remember when we did the, what was it, the Christmas song? Mm. Um, I can't remember what it was called. It was something, I can remember how it goes, but I can't remember the actual title of the song. We discussed the uh, original guitarist for Newfound Glory, Steve Klein, and the uh, problems arising or that had arisen with him and the reasons why he was kicked out of the band. We don't necessarily want to discuss that again, no. um, but we we kind of in when we discussed Newfound Glory last, we skipped over a lot of the details. So now we will get a bit more into the band themselves. Um, this was a this was a, a pretty no, it was a very important band for me back in you know two thousand and three mm-hmm. as a fourteen year old, you know, going through a pop punk band. Myself phase. Oh, oh, you were in a band. I was. I was in a. I was in a phase that then led into a band. That's <laughs> just so, a turn of phrase. Going through a pop punk band. Going through. <laughs> How old were you when you went through your first pop punk band? Oh, well, that would have been two thousand four. So I would have been thirteen. Yeah, about a year after me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they formed in nineteen ninety seven from Coral Spr- Coral Springs, Florida. Which again, it just. It kind of throws me off that this isn't a Californian band for some reason. Yeah. Like, this just... I mean, it probably... Coral Springs probably is near the beach or something because it's Florida. Um, but yeah, just sort of like... How is this not like a Californian beach pop punk band? Mm, definitely. You were laughing at something before. It's just the way you said springs. <laughs> springs. Springs. Springs, springs, springs. springs. Uh, do you want to keep taking over the notes, or do you want me to... You're doing a great job, okay. so you should keep going. The band consists of John Pundik on vocals, Ian Grushka, who slaps the bass, Chad Gilbert stroking the lead strings. Uh, if I never write that again, that'll be I, too soon. You only have yourself to blame. Yeah, I, I didn't realise that I'd written it out like this. It was about two weeks ago that I wrote this. <laughs> uh, Cyrus Baloki, who smashes the skin... And their touring rhythm guitarist is Ryan Key, former Yellow Card vocalist. Ugh, I that's, cannot wait to talk about Yellow Card. That's sick, though. Yeah. But uh, it's sick, but it's also kind of not. Like, he's not just a member of the band. 
Yeah. He's the touring rhythm guitarist. I mean, he's kind of getting the best of both worlds, in a sense. Because he'd be getting paid for touring with them. If he didn't record mm. oh, yeah, yeah. with them, then, like, he doesn't need to worry about whether or not he gets paid for Masters. Or not Masters. Um, royalties and stuff. Yeah. And then yeah. he can still be Ryan. Ryan! Ryan! But I don't think yellow card's around anymore. Uh, I think they do, like, the whole sort of nostalgia uh, like, deal yeah. Yep. Uh, and of course, I've written here, reoccurring nuisance, James DeWeese has also toured with them playing keyboard. Yeah. Uh, yeah, James DeWeese. Go back through our back catalogue. We've talked about that guy a few times. I retract my last statement. Uh, after 10 studio albums, the band Yellow Card played their final show on March 25th. Day before my birthday, 2017, at the House of Blues in Anaheim, California. Rip. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Chad Gilbert got his start in the metalcore band Shy Halud, named after the sandworms from Frank Herbert's Dune. Sick. It's a, I gave a bit of a listen to these other projects um, over the last couple of weeks, and yeah, Shy Halud is drastically different from Newfound Glory. I feel like I remember the name Shai Halud being thrown around a lot when I was a kid. Like, maybe even on, like, Triple J, but I could be completely wrong. Maybe. Uh, we... Triple J, it could have been She Had, the Australian band. That's right. But I definitely remember hearing the band name Shai Halud at some point. Because I never listened to them in high school, but it's... But, like, it was common knowledge that the guitarist, that Chad Gilbert, um, was... Yeah, the guitarist for a for a metalcore band or like a mm. hardcore band that was just so different from Newfound Glory. Yeah, um, he's also the ex-husband of Haley Williams. Yep, she deserves so much better. The end. Okay, I don't know what Chad Gilbert did, but oh, he, it just sounds like he was a shit husband and a shit partner. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Listen to Haley Williams's album that was released this year, "Pedals for Armor." to be on Team Haley. Is that armour like what you wear? Yes. Okay. What armour were you thinking? Oh, there's like... Um, there's like a video game, I'm pretty sure, called Armour. It's like A-R-M-A. Ah. Pete Wentz used to be in a band called Armour Angelus. Cool. Mm. I also saw Pete Wentz's dick for the first time this week. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> it, yeah. Yeah, good on you, Pete. You got a bit of a hog there. He, yep, he's packing heat. So, Newfound Glory got their band name up while Pundic and Klein, Steve Klein, were working at a Red Lobster. Pundic later said, We came up with a Newfound Glory. We wrote it on a napkin. I think we pulled some of it from a newfound interest in Massachusetts by the Get Up Kids. Oh, there you go. I just liked this fact. Mark Hoppus produced their sixth studio album, Not Without a Fight. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Uh, the entire band has a side project called The International Superheroes of Hardcore, a parody hardcore band. I've never listened to them, but they've always sort of been on the periphery. To me, I just sort of liken them to the Aquabats, but, like, not as good. They And they do the thing of, you know, giving themselves different names yeah. and that sort of thing. Uh, I did listen to them. They start off, um, it starts off very much like a hardcore band, and then about, because the album goes for like 30 minutes, and it's like 20-something songs, so they're really quick songs. 
Um, and about not even halfway through, probably like a third, no, like a quarter of the way through, it just starts to sound like Newfound Glory. Mm. Like it just immediately starts to sound <laughs> exactly like Newfound Glory. So, yeah, look, it's fine. Kind of like when, um, like it wasn't a joke, but Green Day had the side project Foxborough Hot Tubs, which is sick, but it basically just sounds like Green Day does rockabilly. Yeah. Which, again, sick, but like, it, yeah, the sound is still like so quintessentially Green Day that I'm just like, okay, cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, how do you, how do you just, like, if you're going to do the thing with the exact same members, mm. how do you distinguish that because that's what that's what you know super groups are is like pulling people from different potentially different genres of music or you know different bands and going well this is what i can bring and this is what i can bring but if you're still just the same people it's like and you like rockabilly isn't that i mean it's it is different but it's like yeah it can be it can be pretty darn close to what green day does yeah at the same time yeah um does the international hardcore what are they called international superheroes of hardcore fuck what was the question i was gonna ask that's so embarrassing yeah, do, a... do they have any other members that are not newfound glory no i'm pretty sure it's all newfound glory. yeah yeah like it's it's and i think it was yeah when um when they kicked steve klein out i think that's when they sort of stopped Oof. yep um yeah they've got one album to their name mm-hmm. you know that's all you need. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, but about like newfound glory though, like what's you know were they a band that you listened to when you were in high school? So they're one of those bands where like I listened to them casually, I guess. Yeah. Like my friend who was also responsible for burning me the CD for Saves the Day, Stay What You Are, like, just tacking it onto the end of something. Like, she was my go-to person for burning CDs before my sister and I had the tech at home to do it ourselves. Yeah. So, like, every time our family went over to their family's place for dinner, like, me and Grace would just sit in her room and listen to music and she'd just burn CDs for me. So, like, I pretty much know the hits of Newfound Glory mm-hmm. because those were the songs she downloaded on LimeWire or Torrented or whatever and then burned onto CDs for me by extension. Um, I feel like I might have also had Catalyst on an actual CD at some point. Like, not bought, but a burned one. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah. So, there's sort of like one of those ones where I think at the time I wished... Wished. Like, I sort of... They were one of those aspirational bands. Like, I wanted to be able to say, like, oh, hell yeah, Newfound Glory. I really like mm. them and their stuff. But, like, I never really was super knowledgeable on them. And I'm still not really. Yeah. Fair enough. But then in saying that, their series of covers albums, like, from the screen to your stereo, so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. And we definitely should do some episodes of From the Screen to Your, from the screen to your Stereo. Mm. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I was definitely very much into Newfound Glory. But there is another band that we are talking about in about a month that is pretty similar but surpasses them for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, they were just one of those bands that was just super easy to listen to. They were... 
Oh, so distracting. Shall we pause? No, <laughs> I'll just take care of it when we're done. Um, they were like very accessible, and even not even just with like their music was really easy to listen to, but their their music was really easy to play. Yeah. So like, I think when I was in a pop punk band, we had about two or three Newfound Glory songs. Yeah. You know, like the the My Heart Will Go On was definitely one that we played. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was just like there was nothing terribly difficult about it, and and it just it's it's a comfortable place for me. Like it's very nostalgic of the time of like two thousand and one to two thousand three. Like, yeah, this is American Pie two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because literally, um, because literally, I think it's like hit or miss plays on yeah on American the American Pie two soundtrack. Isn't it sad that I could watch American Pie again already? And it's only been, like, a matter of months since we last watched it. Like, all three? Yeah. <laughs> how, like, how perfect was that marriage of of um, American Pie and pop punk? I know. Though? It's like, just iconic. All three of those movies. I can, I can remember the scene... I can remember those scenes tying up with the songs. I can remember in the first one when... Is it M&M's? No, uh, Mutt. Yeah, That Mutt. plays when he's running and he, like, jumps <laughs> over the hedge but falls over. Yeah. Then, yeah, when Newfound Glory kicks in on the second one, it's them walking back off the beach onto the party, into the party. Yep. The yep. third one, when some 41's Hell song plays, is when Stifler's, when they, they finally kick Stifler out and he's, all, he's driving in his car really mad. I can, <laughs> like, these things are burned into my brain and it's because of the songs that are playing at that yeah. moment. Yep. Oh, it's... I do miss those, like, 90s pop-punk slash jock-rock, like, stereo... Not stereo. Soundtracks. Yeah. It just... Like, the movies are, for all intents and purposes, trash and very problematic. Ooh, but so like, problematic. God damn if those soundtracks are not the greatest thing. Yeah. I, I could go back to 2002 and... I'd be 13, so I don't, I don't want to be 13 again. No, I do not miss being a teenager. <laughs> I can just watch Jesus. the movies and yeah. and not be a teenager again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I'd rather not. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's my my stance on the on the band Newfound Glory. Um, and it is one that I sort of stopped, but then listened to again and then stopped and listened to... Like, it's... It's one of those bands that I will probably forever go back to. Yeah. Um, not not in like any you know serious degree. Like I wouldn't get a t shirt or anything like that. But I will definitely you know. Well, it's that sort of comfort music. Yeah. Yeah. Just when when I need a palate cleanse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this their version of this song is is it's exactly what I expected from them but yeah. it's what I wanted from them at the same yeah. time like I I needed it to be this I needed it to be fun and I needed it to be you know kind of fast in parts and to you know they do a guitar solo I don't remember too much guitar solos in Newfound Glory songs but mm. yeah no I think this is a really I think this is a really dope cover that they do yeah yeah I think like I enjoy it the <laughs> I could definitely see, like, theoretically, having listened to this on another day and being like, oh, for fuck's sake, like, this is exactly what they would do, of course, and mm. not enjoying it for that reason. Yep. Whereas tonight, having listened to it a few times today, like, I do enjoy it for that reason. Like you said, like, 
it does what it says on the box. And that's a nice sort of comforting thing. Um, there's a few like different like dynamic bits in it which, again, depending on my mood, they're either interesting or they could piss me off. Like the shifting time signatures, the um, like the sort of I don't know, just the sort of jump between like kind of faster paced versus like close to the tempo of the original. Mm. Um, but then on the flip side, like the way that they actually give the key change a bit more of a lead in on this one, it's good. Like, I feel like it kind of depends on my mood. Yeah. Yeah. But in saying that, yeah, it's like they've done the task justice, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. I think I'll always be, it'll always be my preference over, you know, just sort of like twangy notes and, you know, chords over... I would rather have like palm muting and you know mm. half beat drums. If not half beat drums is the thing, but like you know what I mean, just like yeah. what they do in the verse. I would, I would a hundred percent every time prefer that over what you know Warrant does for the verse of this song, yeah. the verses of this song. Uh yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, no, I think it's. I think it's. It's. It's definitely that thing of. It's at the, you know what we're going through at the moment. It's very nice to look back. Yeah. Go, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I remember. I remember two thousand and three, two thousand and two. <laughs> remember two thousand and nineteen. Yeah. Even then, I remember two thousand and nineteen <laughs> and being able to to leave my house. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's 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 a very but it's a very dangerous thing to be you know constantly looking back as well. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. No. I just um. We definitely do more newfound glory at some stage, don't we? I think so. Absolute worst case, I reckon we do definitely need to pick out a few of the highlights from their covers over the years because they're they're worth talking about. Well, there's three albums that they just there's three cover albums, so yeah, there's definitely definitely plenty of stuff that we could do. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they're just one of those just one of those iconic pop punk bands. Well, it's just as soon as you hear like Jordan's vocals, it's just like, yep. Yeah. Here we are, newfound glory. Let's go. Yeah, like, just the. Let me get my ditty. Hear your name here. Like, had a hard time, very hard time. Yeah, like it's just. I'll get my dicky shorts. I'll pull my socks up to my knees. I was gonna say get my dick out. <laughs> I was gonna be like, okay. Well, that too. <laughs> From out of my dicky shorts. No. Just doing a baked potato. What? Your balls are hanging out. Oh my god. Okay, I think that's our cue to wrap it up. Well, you started it. <laughs> but yeah, no, just... Um, <laughs> Fucking hell. So, I mean, sometimes I do just want to, like, spike my hair and, <laughs> and wear huge clothes again. No, I don't want to wear huge clothes again. That sucks. <laughs> Fucking baggy pants. No. What's like School of Rock? So last night, to celebrate Richard's birthday, he had a wonderful idea where... A bunch of his mates jumped onto a Netflix party together, and we all watched School of Rock. I was going to say that did also include us. Yes, <laughs> as, yeah, as his mates. We watched. <laughs> we saw the event on Facebook afterwards and <laughs> felt very sad. No, um, and fucking Dewey Finn's pants are just the most annoying things. They're just so baggy. Yeah, like fuck those pants. Yeah. They're so shit. Yeah, I am so glad that skinny jeans and just like slim oh. cut 
clothes came in because they look better on literally everyone. There's a reason why they've stuck around for so long. Yeah. Like, there's a reason why it's, like, more than a decade of, yeah, skinny jeans, you know? Because fucking huge. And you know that they will. You know that at some point, probably in, like, five to ten years, we'll start going back to fucking giant baggy pants. Speak for yourself. I'll be tailoring all my pants to be skinnies. Well, yeah, I'm not going to wear pants like that. I'm not going to start a new metal band. (laughs) Wear a backwards... Oh, I'll only wear a backwards baseball cap if I start going bald and feel self-conscious about it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. What a journey it has been today. So, I don't know. I don't know if we really have too much else to muse about we've had a couple of uh pretty long episodes yeah let's keep this one short yeah and i think next week's going to be kind of long as well so Mm. yeah it's kind of good to just have a yeah in and out quick quick and short one we couldn't really find we couldn't really find any good covers of warrant it was just you know the same old thing person in their room playing an acoustic guitar yeah so decided to not have other covers Look, I'm perfectly happy for some weeks to just not have any extra stuff. Yeah. Such as this week. Yeah. So, hmm. alright. Uh, hell yeah or yeah nah? Yeah nah for Warrant, hell yeah for Newfound. I feel like if it was on any other thing, like if they put it on 80s, or if they put it on classic rock, or anything other than metal, if this wasn't the third or fourth fucking ballad from this album, I might look a bit more favourably upon it. But it's it's not my thing. Even then, it's just boring. It is boring. Like, it's old... Like, I don't... Like, it's not remem- rememberable. Fuck it. It's not rememberable. No, it is not rememberable. Um, I echo your sentiment, though. Yeah, nah, but hell yeah for Newfound Glory. Mm-hmm. It was... You could say it was not hit or miss. Hey. But this time, something gold could stay. Oh my god. <laughs> my cat's over you. Um, Alright, so would you please tell us what we will be doing next week? Yes, so next week we have an extra special non-punk goes comp that we're going to talk about. Uh, so to celebrate the 45th anniversary of the Rocky Horror Picture Show... We are going to celebrate by discussing the Rocky Horror Punk Rock Show, which Silver Sprocket Records released, I believe, back in, I don't know, sometime in the... It's like 99, I think. Really? They started recording it in 99. Jesus. Well, yeah. Anyway. um, Yeah. We're going to be talking about, like, sick punk and pop punk covers of Rocky Horror songs, so... And of course, because it's the 45th anniversary, we will be talking about the movie. Oh, yeah. As well. Um, so yeah, that might be a bit of a longer one. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it though. Same. So until then, please wear a mask. Yep. And if you're in Victoria, just, just, you know, whatever Daniel Andrews has said, just, just abide by it. Like it's to keep us safe. I get it. Like this sucks, but also just fucking do it. Just do it. Just do it. It's not hard. Just do it. And if all you are going to Coles for is a six-pack of hot dogs, remember, you can only carry that shit in a trolley. You cannot carry that by hand. Yeah. 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 But until then, until next week, have a good one. Or just have whatever one you want. Yeah. Just have one. Yeah. Some. Okay. So, 
the last couple of days have been kind of wild. We have our dear friend of the pod and perennial guest, Richard S. He, joining us once again. I would say hey now, but hey no has been cancelled. So, uh, <laughs> hey no. Hey no. Hey later. Look, I. Yeah, goodbye I later. I hope we can find a way to redeem Smash Mouth in at least All Star <laughs> in some way, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. So, how are you, Richard? I am. Talk about this. I am quite well. I would yes. say so. I hope you two are well as well. We are well. Um, yes. Happy birthday again, even though again we said this in Aww. person. Uh, we have already clued in our listeners earlier on in the usual episode recording that Richard celebrated his 30th birthday in ISO on Monday. So probably a bit of a, um, what's the word? Anticlimactic strange one. one, strange, mm. I don't know. Uh, probably too eventful. Too eventful. Considering the circumstances. Yeah, well, not, <laughs> not, not like where I was, you know, not inside this apartment, but in every other sense, it was like, <laughs> wow, calm down, Smash Mouth. Like, what are you doing? I'm such a dumbass. Like, I was going to be like, wow, what happened? And I was like, oh, yeah, like, the reason we've got you on to talk. Is to talk about this incident. <laughs> oh, dear. So, where do we begin? Would you like to kick off? Would you like me to set the scene? I feel like as the birthday boy, you probably deserve to narrate the story for well, the most part. Well, it started about I 30 years off. ago. This is true. Where in a, in a hospital room somewhere, uh, oh, yeah. Richard S. He was presented to the world. Yes. I was born. And the years started coming. The real beginning of this story is 2015, when my friend Simon, who uh, may or may not be interested in appearing on a future episode from Canada, um, he tweeted at Steve Harwell, Smash Mouth's (laughs) erstwhile singer. I don't know what erstwhile means, but I'm assuming it's appropriate. Um, I think Yeah, he asked, let me, no, let me pull up this tweet and I'll send you a screen grab because it is quite hard to communicate uh pause 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 gap for editing (laughs) erstwhile means former but that's probably correct in a few days time so (laughs) well erstwhile would be greg camp in that case oh shit somewhat erstwhile wait no i i just pulled up the smash mouth hillary hillary clinton tweet instead by accident what was the Smash Mouth Hillary Clinton tweet? Uh, she tweeted something a few years ago, and they said, oh, um, uh, anyone sensible knows you're the only candidate. Or something. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Everything's just uh, like, man, US politics, am I right? Basically. Yeah. I just can't. And usually... I like, I, to think in a... oh, I like to think in an alternate universe, like... Uh, things would some things would be more normal and other things would be much worse. Yeah, mm. this is true. But All right, I'm but still trying to pull it up. up. I have it, but uh, that's okay. Windows this is making for great podcast content. Cooperating. <laughs> this was kind of a short episode anyway, so we're going to yeah. It look, out. We, Even, oh, okay. in, the, in the episode, we literally say, "Oh, it's nice to have a short one." This one. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll like give you my warrant thoughts at the end. Oh, okay. please do. Yeah, because we did. Re- we recorded it the night of your birthday. So. We did. Uh-huh. Okay. Here is the tweet from my friend Simon Chandler. At Steve Harwell. At Richard is a huge fan and it's his birthday. Any chance you can wish him a good one? From Steve Harwell. 
at Simon, at Richard, wrong date. <laughs> Which I think we talked about this on the Smash Mouth episode. But we definitely we, I think, did, but it bears mentioning again because it's just so brilliant. I think he was expecting me to... <laughs> Simon, I think he thought that Simon was telling me to wish Steve Harwell a birthday, which I don't know yeah. how you get there from that tweet, but anyway. Yeah, because, like, on Monday, I was keeping some of my work colleagues up to date on the whole Smash Mouth situation, which we will get yeah. further into. And, yeah, they were just like, imagine being so famous that you forget the concept that other people have birthday parties. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, like, our best theory is that he thought that Richard and Simon were... Wish it, uh, yeah, what a mess. Would you say that he's just not the sharpest tool on the shed? I guess so. That has been revealed. It's evident. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, please continue. And so, um, anyway, that was a recurring joke between us for a few years. <laughs> and then um, this year, Simon took it upon himself to ask you, Emma, to tweet okay. at Smash Mouth instead because you're still active on Twitter and I assume because it was nighttime in... Canada or something? Yes, this is a excellent point. I am not great with time zones, but it was something along those lines. Yeah, he's in Montreal, so same as New yes. York. Yes. So I can quote, on Monday at 11.38am our time, which was, let's do the math on this, we need every detail just in case. 11.30am we... our time? Yes. I think that's 9.30 Montreal. 9.30 p.m. or wait, I don't... It would have to be something like that. Anyway, Unless I... it's like 9.30 a.m. the day bef- the day before. Abolish time zones. Yeah, exactly. Look, I've given up. For some reason, I thought just typing Montreal into Google would help me, and it did. <laughs> anyway, Smash Mouth are probably in, um, can- uh, in California anyway. Yes. So. so Simon Chandler wrote, Hello, question, do you have Twitter? Stupid question, I might add. So I was like... Oh, of course I do, blah, blah, blah. And Simon replied, good, I had a plan for Richard's 30th, but I'm off Twitter again, so I was hoping I could do it vicariously through you. Sticky out tongue face. Can you tweet Smash Mouth and ask them to wish Richard a happy 30th? Apparently Steve Harwell doesn't have an account anymore. So I did. And then I, well, first I drafted it and I was like, how's this? And then I didn't hear from him. So I was like, all right, whatever, I'm just going to post this. And then I think it was like maybe an hour later, he got back. He's like, oh, amazing. Sorry for the delay. And by that point, (laughs) Smash Mouth had actually delivered for once. And yeah, they had responded 12.27 p.m. on August the 10th, 2020. They responded, happy big day, Richard, with three exclamation points. So in response to us saying, dear at Smash Mouth, our good buddy Richard at RSHL is 30 years old today. Any chance we could get a birthday shout out from his favorite band? And I added an emoji of a smiley face wearing a cowboy hat for extra effect. So it was it's... quite sweet for the time, for about ten oh. hours. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> it was brilliant. So I sent a screen cap to Simon with the word "fuck" in capital letters, and then he replied, "Oh my god, this is amazing." Disappointing it wasn't wrong date again, but I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) So we exchanged a few more pleasantries and things were well until about Tuesday morning, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. It was a real quick turnaround. 
<laughs> it was a super quick turnaround. I can confirm it was... Well, yeah, by the time I noticed what was happening just in the news thereabouts, it had been like a good 20 hours or so, but then it took some time before things got real. So long story short, Smash Mouth, it was reported that they were playing a festival, like a motorcycle. A motorcycle rally, which in itself is a meme that Smash Mouth... I can understand Fozzy playing one of these, but really, Smash Mouth at a a motorcycle rally. Yeah. Um, Yeah, a really big one, because it's one that attracts, I think, uh, this time it was like 250,000 bikers to... I want to say South Carolina. I could be wrong. Um, uh, South Dakota? Yes. Let me have a look on Business Insider Australia. Um, and I, I don't think any of them were wearing masks. No. So, Sturgis Motorcycle Rally in South Dakota. Yeah. Uh, and to quote businessinsider.com.au, I love that Business Insider posted this. Um Videos from the concert show large crowds with an apparent lack of social distancing and very few people wearing masks. At one point in the video, Smash Mouth frontman Steve Harwell can be heard saying, fuck that COVID shit. Oh dear. And that was on August 9, the night of August 9, I believe. Oh shit. Okay. So then... So they might have tweeted it like uh, right after coming off stage or something, honestly. That's kind of magical. Like, in their last <laughs> moment of being uncancelled, they used those beautiful, shining <laughs> moments to wish our dear friend and number one Smash Mouth fan, Richard S. He, a happy big day. Or they were, go- or they were getting ready to go on stage. Just, like, just ready. And Steve Harwell's just like, I'm so happy about this. Fuck that COVID shit. Fuck <laughs> it. It doesn't exist. It's it was, none of us wear masks. He was, like, buzzing so hard from, like, his biggest fan. What like being able to wish him a big day, and then he just yeah. He said fuck that COVID shit, but in the wrong way, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it could be like oh fucking COVID, like it's just it's ruining our year. But it was more, it was more like no, nah, it doesn't exist. Oh. Go on, everyone, tongue kiss each other. Oh my god. <laughs> so, oh so the um, yeah, what happened was. The big day tweet was their most recent tweet at the time. So <laughs> everyone started piling on them by direct replying to it. Um, yes. Which was very funny and, you know, warranted. Um, yeah. There were a few replies that basically said, like, oh, um, thanks for killing everyone's grandma's Smash Map. I hope it was worth it. Happy birthday, Richard. I am pulling <laughs> up my favorite one because you know, I had to. You know, yeah. sorry, while you're bringing that up, I'm just going to say. This is kind of your redemption from the Taylor Swift controversy from earlier on in the year. Mm, yeah, in a way. They, they do have their parallels. It's, yeah. it's your redemption arc because people were <laughs> people were wishing you a happy birthday. It's that t- today That's me, true. tomorrow you philosophy. So, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, the standout tweet from the entire pylon was from Twitter user at E underscore Corvette who has a profile picture of just a woman with like very prominent breasts um ah, yes. smash mouth i never thought smash mouth would be the band to kill everyone's grandparents their blood is on your hands for playing your music to a bunch of bikers new paragraph happy birthday richard <laughs> oh, dear. So, so after a sufficient <laughs> amount of tweets that just like ratioed the fuck out of smash mouth's very kind-hearted and thoughtful. Happy big day, Richard. 
uh, tweet, they then deleted that tweet without even bothering to consider the feelings of <laughs> the birthday boy Richard and then also Simon, me, and Sam by extension. But that's fine. Yes. I mean, I don't really ta- I don't take any credit in that. It was all you and Simon. Yeah, I did, like, I can't believe it didn't occur to me to, because I, like, we know this story very well. We know the wrong date story. Like, it's part of the Richard S. He lore. Mm. And it didn't occur to me until Simon was like, hey, I need you to do me a favor. Which maybe tells me, and and I don't want to be like, I don't want to be the, the downer in this. It tells me that maybe Steve Harwell isn't in charge of the Smash Mouth Twitter. <laughs> maybe it's like the guitarist. It probably isn't. It's probably someone else. I think yeah, or possibly I... the PR or something. Because they do, they do have a pretty active social media presence, which is part of why they've like come back into prominence. Yeah, yeah. I think, like, similar to what we were saying in the Smash Mouth episode, like, I feel like that comes part and parcel with the position they're in. Like, they're that Mm. Shrek band. They're that band that had All-Star and then, like, a couple of genuinely good other singles. And, like, it shouldn't make sense that they are here in 2020, but here we are. And I think in part that is because they've got a very good team working behind them to keep them relevant, if not in, like, a sort of meme-y kind of way. At least until they played a COVID, I was going to say COVID rally, which fuck it, it is. What it is. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So you know who the biggest victim in all of this is? Who? Yeti. He's lost his brother from another mother. Because <laughs> I looked, I looked him up, and apparently he's like donating to to COVID relief and helping people. And of course, because he he's an angel of a human being. Oh, I'm sure they're fine. I'm sure they're probably still. Bros. I suspect that like they have the kind of relationship where they can forgive one another and agree to disagree on some things, whereas I'm the kind of person who gets in arguments with extended family members because they think that masks are removing our freedom of speech. Or you uh, on Twitter say that Smash Mouth is cancelled. Yes. No, I and look using the Punk Ghost Pod Twitter. <laughs> well we both you know, wrong. Look, we both know that Punk Ghost Pod the Twitter account is your my Twitter account. Twitter, Twitter account. <laughs> yes. As it should be. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so, yeah, I actually, I feel like I've said no. Okay, so bear with me. I have said that Smash Mouth are cancelled twice now. So <laughs> oh. the first one was in jest when Smash Mouth tweeted out um, what was it? Boar Law in response to Folklore. I'm pretty sure uh... that was yeah, it was. was yes. Yes. Um, so it hurt me to say that, but I was like, you know what? How dare you? So cancelled, but then not really. But um, no, absolutely. I did have to clarify to our how many followers? I think like 92 followers. Ooh, <laughs> almost <Hey>. 100. <laughs> I, um, yeah, definitely had to say, oh, where is it? Does it really matter? It matters to me. Yes. On August 11th, at this juncture, I would like to remind our followers that a lot can change in 20 hours. And while we thank them for wishing friend of the pod, Richard, a happy big day yesterday, Smash Mouth are henceforth cancelled once again. Sorry, I don't make the rules. (laughs) Um, And then it just sort of spiralled from there. Um, And then it sort of went beyond the realms of Twitter somewhat. Your friend did a cover of a video that you did. Well, I was posting all this on my Instagram stories, um, just keeping everyone <laughs> up to date. And 
I thought I would do, uh, you know, address the camera, just um, trying to sum up the whole absurdity of this in like a few sentences, because I was too lazy to like embed all the tweets in a Medium article or whatever. So for, I for said... For would you mind if we embedded said audio into... Oh, go for it. I don't know how we will do this, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> oh, actually, uh, yeah, it's on Twitter, so yeah, you can Sick. download it from there. Um, <laughs> let me let me see if I can uh, redo it. So awesome! It was like Smash Mouth deleted my birthday tweet because they were getting too much criticism for playing a non-socially distanced show to something like ten thousand bikers. What a time to be alive! That was my <laughs> that was my rendition. Of it. Perfect. And then my friend Brandon covered it, um, which was <laughs> very adorable. <laughs> I am showing Sam just on silent the cover as we speak. So very wholesome. I was kind of <laughs> hoping it would take off a bit further, but look, the fact that it went that one step beyond is enough for me, yeah. I think. And <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Simon put it very well when we kept him abreast of what was going on. He responded, well, first he said, this is something embarrassing to admit, but what is a ratio? <laughs> so that was very delightful. But then he said, hey, think of it this way. We were part of the milkshake ducking of Smash Mouth. <laughs> Which we were. So, yeah. I, yeah. I feel like time has just sort of been cleaved into like, before Smash Mouth cancelled and after Smash Mouth cancelled. Um, They'll come back. And we're just going to have to deal with that. Although yeah, I do if they actually, If they actually do like an interview or something about it, I would be surprised. I feel like a lot of those artists are just going to act like, you know, nothing's happened and, like, keep going about their business. Yeah, know? people will forget. I mean, at yeah. the end of the day, like, they got their money and they've got mm. a sizable enough chunk of a fan base that doesn't... Like, the Venn diagram of, like, people who like Smash Mouth and people who don't care about global pandemics. Yeah. <laughs> like, we've got that wedge in the middle that is the sweet spot for them. So, which, unfortunately, is more sizable than we would have hoped. Mm. Oh, but, dear. So, we actually, like, we went to see, like, do some research and try and find, like, some sort of response from them. We didn't find anything exact, but mm. I'm just going to set up a room and watch together because I did find this really ridiculous video. Oh, cool. Bear with me, as long as you have the facilities to watch it. So uh, I feel absolutely. like this is the kind of thing where we need to watch in real time. Sure. Okay, I'm worried I'm going to, like, accidentally delete something. So, like, I think I've already put a link in there. There's, like, a .mp4 video that we found. Oh, Okay. Are you right to get that going? Am I? I like, yeah, I feel oh, like okay, you, sure. yeah, just you understand this platform better than I do. Yep. Play into uh, URL. Should work, yeah. Oh my god. Alright, uh, I'm hitting play three, two, one now. Hello, Richard. Happy 30th birthday. It's Rebecca Black here. Congratulations on reaching such an exciting milestone of life. So I hope this ne next decade brings you so much joy and fun. Uh, obviously, considering the circumstances, it's hard to celebrate right now, but hopefully you're able to do so with some version of normalcy. Anyways, I wanted to uh, serenade you on this very special day with your second favorite song, of course. Are you there? I'm, my own I'm speechless. Okay. <laughs> Somebody once <laughs> told 
Holy shit. The world was gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and found the shape of an L on a forehead. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming back to the rules. And I hit the ground running. Didn't make sense not to live for fun. Your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb. So much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with taking the back streets? Playing it again, I don't remember don't being go. that long. It's got 30 seconds left. Wow, it did go for long. It did. Hey now, you're an Rebecca Black is very it's kind to the cameo patrons. She really committed to it. Happy birthday, Richard. Sending so much love. Wow. <laughs> wow. I am truly speechless. Um, happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. The, the hits just keep on coming. They do. Wow. Well, so, when when was this a thing? Like, when uh, did you receive it? So this is actually the funny thing is, like, yeah. we put in the order a couple of days. So I think, like, the Thursday last yeah, week. Yeah, the Thursday right. last week. Because it's like, who even knew Rebecca Black had a cameo, you know? Well, we did. Right. Because we looked into it for you last year. Wow. After your 29th. (laughs) Wow. And so, like, completely organic. Like, yeah, we were like, okay, cool. We'll put this in. And we didn't, like, there was no sort of doubt that it wasn't going to happen. And then it was like Sunday... Then Monday passed. We were just like, oh, man, like, shit, she's not going to do yeah. it. That's fine. Like, We got to Wednesday. I was like, well, no, that's official. She's not doing it. And then, yeah, like, after all of this, like, Smash Mouth nonsense happened, she came through and she saved Smash Mouth for us. In some she has way. redeemed it. She has. Wow. So I feel like we had to bring this full circle and document it for posterity. <laughs> What a year this has been. Dear God. I just found the link. So, yes, I'll be posting that very soon. Amazing. So, yeah, we received wow. it yesterday and we were like, that's why we were like asking just sort of, hey, are you free to talk now? Yeah, <laughs> yes. Uh, so then we were desperately trying to not just leak it to you. So this is the debut <laughs> of... Rebecca Black covering Smash Mouth's All Star in true Punk Goes Pod fashion. Yep, incredible. Uh, happy Thank birthday. you <laughs> so very much. Somehow we need to make it come full circle and make Smash Mouth cover Friday. Ooh, uh. <laughs> That's the thing. like we looked up like Steve Harwell isn't on cameo. Funnily enough, um, yeah. So maybe we can make we can manifest this somehow i I feel like one day it will happen like of its own accord almost i think so and at that point we will both just keel over and die (laughs) yeah an episode where we just explore cameo and see who's on it i would love to do that the the most ridiculous caitlin jenner is it costs about twenty five hundred dollars wow that's a lot of for a cameo yeah and the vince neil one is like quite uh troubling but yeah Yikes. What's troubling about the Vince Neil one? Oh, just he's like super drunk in all of his. 
Ah. And like not in a not in a cute way. So Neil? Lead singer Motley Crue. Ah, gotcha. Well yeah. he's like sixty now, so no, it's not cute anymore. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Tony Hawk's on there, but he's expensive. Ah, true. Rebecca Black has quite a fair rate, I would say. She does. She did. Yeah, yeah we, were, we were pretty happy with Very that. Very cost effective. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Th- thank you. Thank her. Thank the universe, I guess. Uh, good things can happen. This is true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, made, that made our day just a little bit less than it made yours. Yeah, a tiny fraction. Yeah, a tiny fraction. We were still very stoked when we when we saw your cameo receipt is in. Your cameo video is up. I oh, can't Lord. think of an appropriate All Star lyric to describe it. So I just want to say that All Star belongs to the people. You know, like I was. Yeah, I was going to say. You know, death of the author. All Star is the internet song and has been for about eight years. I want to say, but I mean, yeah. so is Friday. This you know? is true. Yeah. yeah. Um, there are pieces to be written out of this, I'm sure. Yeah. Of, yeah. The, oh, I don't even know. Sorry, but sorry. as as I said almost a year ago on Punk Goes Public, I had the privilege of uh, seeing Katy Perry cover Friday for the first time live um, <laughs> at her Melbourne show, which uh, then led, I guess, to Rebecca Black appearing in the TGIF video like a few months later. Of course. So. Jesus. So wait, wow. what what tour era was that then? That Katie was California copied? Dreams. So uh, oh, would have been so mid twenty eleven. So I will shit. tell you the exact day. Amazing. Because setlist.fm is uh, very useful. Friday. Yeah, because she had this um, acoustic segment in all her shows where she would play it. So no Friday. She played it forty four times. That's impressive. And wow. so. The first time was Rod Laver Arena, Melbourne, April 29, 2011, which is a couple months after Rebecca Black released hers. So. That's beautiful. Yeah. Full, full circle. Ouroboros. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's how you pronounce it. I don't know. That'll I think wrong. so. But... Wow. <laughs> what, what, what's left to address, you know? I think... Do we have to get, like, new obsessions? Yeah. You were gonna have a hot take on warrant. Yeah, good point. Yeah, warrant. In all seriousness, in all seriousness, like, do we need to take up like new obsessions now? No, new memes to be made. (laughs) New, like, (laughs) I, I feel like I'm finally reaching that age where I don't want to progress beyond all star. Like, Mm. I sort of, I don't know. It's sort of like when my chem came back. And just even before then, like being on Instagram and seeing like fan cams and stuff of my cam made by people who would have been kids when the footage for said fan cams was produced, if that makes sense. Like, mm. I feel like meme culture has gone a step too far for me. Like, I'm I get that. I'm losing ground on memes essentially, and there's something comforting about Smash Mouth. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I hope uh, we haven't thrown you into an identity crisis, though, because that would be quite bad. Not more than I already was. It's, oh, good. it's more like um, my my imagination can't even like visualize these uh, <laughs> something as perfect as Rebecca Black covering All Star. So <laughs> for you think, as well, it's not it's yeah, not for any other reason than for you. I, I think I I may have tried to mash the songs up before. So 
maybe yeah. that's where it ends. Like, if you do ever end up doing that, I feel like that's where we'll splinter off into another timeline. Yeah. And I don't know if I want to risk that. Yeah. Because this one's pretty shit. But it could be better. Maybe yeah. this is the thing that's mm. stopping it. Who knows? Yeah, because, yeah, imagine if we were in the universe where Smash Mouth covered Friday and then Rebecca Black played a show to, like, 10,000 bikers. Ooh, I think I'd I'd like that less. Yeah, I agree. Rebecca Black is a more fate, like, I... Yeah. Yeah. She has a longer life ahead of her. She can't, like, afford to get COVID. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. Oh, no. Uh. <sighs> So did you have a hot take on Warrant or not? Um, yes, I do. Um, I played Cherry Pie a few times in Send and Deliver, the 80s tribute band. Um, fun song to play. It's like very dumb, very aware of it. And I think actually a pretty well-crafted pop song. Like mm-hmm. it has a key change and stuff at the end. Um, 1990s, so very late for that style. Yeah. Um, the song you're covering, Heaven, is fine. I mean, it's like any glam metal ballad, but maybe a little bit better. Um, I will say that their song Uncle Tom's Cabin is actually really good. Um, okay. It's named after the book that um, was like an exploration of racism in the mid-19th century, but I don't think the lyrics have anything to do with it, weirdly. Oh. Um, so... I mean, some, someone somewhere has an Uncle Tom. I mean, my nephews have yeah. an Uncle Samuel Thomas. Oh, so... yeah, yeah. But the book was called Uncle Tom's Cabin as well, so it wasn't oh, a yeah. coincidence. Well, there you yeah. Go. <laughs> um, so one of one of those weird bands were like, you know, they had massive success with a song, and the whole time, uh, I feel like the band themselves kind of regretted it. So, yeah, yeah. Well, you'll just have to wait till tomorrow to hear what we thought about Warrant. Indeed, I'm excited. You, you were more favorable towards them than we were. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm going to end this with uh, Tony Hawk's latest tweet. Okay, love it. At Tilly's with my daughter, waiting for her by her by dressing room, mask on, guy folding clothes nearby. Anyone tell you that you look like Tony Hawk? Me, looking over, expecting sarcasm, but realizing he's serious. You have no idea. Him, that's cool. He's cool. Me, thanks. Him, huh? <laughs> I can confirm he followed up that tweet with a picture of him and that kid. And he was like, it was getting too embarrassing, like replying in the same space as this person in case, like, he saw it. So he was like, he's a nice right. guy. Like, Aw, bless <laughs> Well, thank you for coming on. Thank you for thank- coming on to this emergency segment. Yes. Thank you for existing. Ah, oh. likewise. <laughs> We will see you at our Jackbox session tomorrow. Yes. Indeed. And we will find a way to outdo ourselves one of these days. Oh my God. Sure. Hey now, you're an all star. Get your game on and go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on and get paid. All that glitters is gold. Only shooting stars.